Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. We are proud to be chatting with the grand prize winner of this year's Commonwealth International Composition Award, 16-year-old Devin Packer, a secondary five student at Royalville School in NDG. Hi, Devin. Hi, Mark. Uh, nice to be here. Nice to uh, talk to you, too. Uh, looking forward to learning a lot more about you. Uh, also joining us on the show is Devin's mother, Paulina Lehman. Hi, Paulina. Oh, hi. And Devin's music teacher at Royalville, Michelle Smith. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, everybody. Uh, Devin, first of all, congrats. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> And tell us what it means to you to uh, win such a prestigious award like this. I mean, it's such a tremendous honor to have my work recognized like this. And it's a great validation to like to all the hard work that I've put into developing my own voice. Um, when I look at my other compositions that I wrote previously, I, I see like a lot of echoes of different other composers that I admire. But uh, with this piece, I think I can say that I've confidently started to assert my own voice and my own style in my composition, which is why I'm really happy that it's been uh, recognized. Can you talk to me, Devin, a bit about the process of, of submitting this award and how does that work? So the first thing I did was I wrote a piece called Banish Air from Air for soprano and piano. That was something I did on my own. And then what the next step was, was to submit that to the competition. And from there, uh, uh, 10 composers would be shortlisted uh, based on those pieces that they submitted just then. From then, we were able to get a commission for a specific ensemble. In this case, it was flute, percussion, violin, and cello. And from there, we were able to write whatever we wanted. It was a little different than last year, uh, when where we were supposed to set a poem to music. Uh, this year, we were allowed to go completely free with our subject matter. Uh, we had about two to three months to compose this. Then we submitted that in February. After that, we uh, it was recorded by a professional ensemble, which was uh, elating to hear. My my own piece pre prepared by a, a professional ensemble. Uh, then we were able to get the audience vote. Uh, members of the public were able to vote on which piece they liked the best. I didn't end up winning that one, unfortunately, but... To, those, to all those who voted, I really do appreciate all your votes. Tell me about um, that feeling, Devin, about, about hearing hearing your, your, your piece uh, done by a professional ensemble. Do you remember that first time that you heard it, what you felt? Yeah, I was just mind blown. Like, in, in my notation software, there is uh, some playback features, which is like a virtual, like, approximation of what it'll sound like. But there really is no feeling like hearing your piece played by real people in a real space, in a real hall. It's just incredible. And the first time I heard my piece, I was just just incredibly excited. Well, Lana, you must be so proud. So proud. <laughs> Tell me a bit about your feelings um, and, and your thoughts when you heard that Devin you know, won the award. This is the second time that Devon has participated in this particular competition. And what it is, is Commonwealth emerging composers from across the world. You have people coming from Malta, from uh, Africa, all over the place that are part of the Commonwealth. 
Last year, Devin won the Young Adjudicators Award, which was very exciting that young people recognized him. This year, for him to win the grand prize was humongous because a lot of these skills that Devin has developed, he developed during isolation, when we had to go into isolation during COVID. So to me, it's incredible. It's a little bit miraculous because I'm not musical myself. <laughs> it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see your child thrive. And talk to me a bit about his past when it, when it comes to music. Um, you, you, come from a, you come from a music family, although you yourself, you're, you're not musical, you, you admit it. I am it. not musical. It skipped a generation. <laughs> My mom was a Devin's classical. history with music. I'm sorry? Tell me about Devin's history with music. Right. Uh, my mom was a classical pianist before we kids came along, and then she became a teacher. My husband has a degree in voice from McGill. Uh, Devin has always been drawn towards music. He, you could, you could see it every time he came near any instrument, but especially a piano, or he heard a classical piece of music. He got very excited as a baby. Uh, at the age of three, we had a birthday party and asked him what he wanted on his birthday cake, Spider-Man, SpongeBob. He wanted Beethoven on top of his cake. It was very, very clear from early days that he loved music. And uh, then at the age of four, he basically started begging us for lessons, piano lessons, and nobody would take him. They said his fingers weren't developed, it was dangerous, and the only school that had any program that would even consider him was McGill Conservatory. So we've been there since the age of four, and he's graduating this year, and we found out just yesterday onto McGill Music Program next year. Uh, sorry, Marinopolis Music Program, not McGill. Congratulations. Huge. Devin, how do you feel about that? That's, uh, I'm super excited because I think the, my future in music is definitely going to be defined by my future in education and the fact that I was accepted into such a prestigious institution as Marianopolis and Vanier as well was just, uh, just dumbfounding. Well, let's talk about your education. Devin's music teacher at Royal Vale is Michelle Smith. Hi, Michelle. Hi. When was the first time? Tell us about the first time that you met Devin and what struck you about him. So um, I think I met Dev Devin when he was um, actually in Royalville Elementary because he often would do um, performances um, on the elementary side. So I knew like I'd heard about him, um, but then I only started teaching him when he was in grade eight. And uh, right away, I could tell that like he was very, very enthusiastic about music and which was great because it, I think it has this kind of like contagious, you know, energy amongst the whole class because his whole class is really, really into music. Um, so it was, you know, exciting to see such such a motivated student uh, at such a young age. Tell me about how he inspires his class. Uh, he inspires other his the, his classmates, um, you know, every class when whether it's through composition or um, teaching them def different uh, techniques, um, often on percussion as well. He's very helpful um, in the percussion section. You know, he'll always share his knowledge of how, you know, different percussion instruments should be played or um, even on, not even on percussion, on, on any instrument that Devin plays. So he's, uh, he's very helpful in that way and really likes to help out the whole class. Um, yeah, by sharing, you know, what he knows, um, also on different music genres as well and composition, not just not just playing. Michelle, can you tell me a little bit about Amazing Grace? Yeah, so uh, this year for Remembrance Day, um, 
uh, Devin had offered to uh, write an arrangement of Amazing Grace that would be performed for uh, during the Remembrance Day ceremony. And uh, it was beautiful. His composition was was like, you know, unlike any other version of Amazing Grace that I'd ever heard. Um, and the students really appreciated it too. And he actually conducted uh, the performance of it as well. So, which was, which was very nice to watch. Devin, tell me how you start the process. You're going into... You know, to, to do a composition of a song like Amazing Grace, where do you begin? Where does inspiration come from? How does it start? Well, for me, the process of arranging and composing is vastly, vastly different. Uh, when I was approaching uh, arranging Amazing Grace, I kind of wanted to do a different spin on it than had differently had been done before. And usually with Amazing Grace, it's very simple harmony, very straightforward, you know, G major to C major to D major. Um, but with this arrangement, I decided to uh, add some jazz flair in there uh, with a little bit of um, the little bit of harmony f uh, borrowed from the jazz musical language. Um, it was a very fun arrangement to do. It was really also very well performed by my classmates. They were they were champs. Uh, braving that uh, those tritone substitutions <laughs> <laughs> tell us about um your piece let's talk about the winning piece called reaching Tell us a little bit about it. We had no guide other than a set of instruments and time limit. Uh, we were able to get uh, a flutist, a percussionist, a violinist, and a cellist to play our piece. Um, and we had to fit it into five minutes, so that was the only two guidelines that we were able to get. Um, it's a little difficult to describe how a theme comes to me, because Mostly it comes when I'm improvising on the piano and I just sit down and try and just things that come to my mind uh, and I just played this one little lick and this, this it really captivated me. So I just decided to go with it and I decided and that is what adapted into my final piece. From there I also adapted a second melody uh, which is actually also derived from that main little theme that I, that I made up. So that and the main theme and the derivation is really all the material for the entire piece, but it's just manipulated in different ways. So the way I went about constructing that elaboration is I just structured it in a very specific way and made sure that <laughs> I made sure it sounded good. Are ideas always coming to you, like in the oddest of times, in the oddest places, or or do you literally have to sit down and shut everything off and and, and think? How how what what kind of creative person are you? Well, I, I'm definitely a person where music is always on my mind all the time, whether it be uh, original ideas like when I'm composing something, or when I'm just in class, I'm thinking about uh, the the Beethoven piece that I just played, or the Chopin, or something like that. You mentioned I have to block out everything to compose. I have to block out everything not to compose. 
There's also okay. evidence of that. Uh, sorry to cut in this evidence no, of that ahead, in, in different classrooms around the school. Devin will of, often <laughs> have left some composition on the, on the on the blackboard or on a piece of paper. So <laughs> it's definitely true. Amazing, Devin. What do you like listening to on your free time? Uh, I like to listen to a lot of romantic classical music. That's really my favorite, along with um, like early 20th century music, like Debussy and Ravel. I'm also trying to get into more contemporary music that's more like from the, the latter half of the 20th century. So like uh, Messiaen and different composers like that. That's what I like to listen to in my free time. Um, besides listening, I also play a lot of piano in my free time. I, I hear a piece that I like uh, when that was recommended to me on my YouTube, and I think to myself, I've got to play that piece. So I download the sheet music, I race to my piano, and I bang it out. <laughs> Gavin, how many instruments do you play? Um, I, I I play a few. Uh, I only play like two or three okay. fluently, but yeah. I, I do know my way around a couple. I know how to play piano, percussion, and also bass guitar pretty confidently. I also know how to play uh, clarinet, trumpet, French horn, trombone, and... Uh, different percussion instruments. Amazing. Uh, Paulana, can you tell me about that email that you got from his grade five Hebrew teacher? I did. When the news was spread by Royal Vale about Devin's accomplishment, people started reaching out to me from his past, but one of the most touching emails that I received was from his grade five Hebrew school teacher, Aviva, who told me she remembers him always composing in class and actually loved it and remembers it fondly and is so excited for him. I've heard from a multiplicity of teachers, grade two, kindergarten, all sorts of teachers have reached out to me, but that was one of the more touching emails. Now you had a choice to uh, send Devin elsewhere after, I guess, after grade six? We did. So Royalville is separated into an elementary and a high school. Devin is a lifer. He's been there since kindergarten, but come grade six, a lot of people were going in different directions and Devin was trying out for different high schools, all of which he got into, and we weren't sure where to send him. He's great at math, but we were really looking for a school that was strong in music. When Royal Vale announced that it was going to strengthen and encourage its music program, we decided that was the school for us. It's the reason we're in the high school that we are. Michelle, tell me about that uh, amazing program at Royal Vale, the music program. Yeah, so we're pretty lucky. Um, the students get to choose between um, concentration programs that basically allows them to choose either dance, drama, uh, music for five, five out of the six day cycle. So they almost get it every day, which I feel like is kind of rare these days. Um, so it just allows for, you know, the students to progress really quickly when they're when they're playing their instruments almost every day in class. Um, and uh, there's definitely, I, I see the progress uh, as soon as they start playing, especially with students in sec one and two, who, you know, usually when you're learning a new instrument, and also they, I don't think a lot of them realize how difficult it is to, to learn to, how to play a new instrument. Um, to see the progress that, that fast at the beginning of the year is, is really nice and it motivates them to, to keep practicing, you know, um, on their own and, and even like the, the music kind of um, community, you know, that we have at our school is 
is really encouraging. And uh, we've got students coming every day at lunch and at recess to practice and to just jam. And it's, it's a great environment. Awesome. Uh, Devin, talk to us about uh, the last two years, specifically how COVID affected your music experience. Well, with COVID and quarantine and isolation, uh, all my piano performances were canceled. I've primarily been a pianist up till around 2020, which is when everything shut down. I, all my performances were canceled. All my gigs were, were postponed. Uh, so I really got a chance to focus on my composition. And I'd already always been like passively composing, you know, here or there, just writing a little quick something. But right around uh, June and August of 2020 is when I really dug deep into my my composition uh, prowess, and I I improved greatly. I think uh, mostly because of some some help from uh, the Go Compose and Purcell schools. Um, they really really helped me with my like honing my craft and like and putting themes together in a in a succinct way. Um, but I think it was a great. In, in a way, COVID has been a great blessing for me because uh, it's given me the opportunity to focus on a different part of my musical experience. And of course, I've still been playing piano, but I think the main focus of these last two years has been composition. Um, can you give some advice to anybody, uh, you, you know, either your age or younger that not necessarily wants to get into music, but that's in it and it's just not you know, reaching their goals and is and is trying and wants to succeed. And what, what do you what do you tell people who are in music right now? Well, I'll, I'll tell them that I was in a similar position around two years ago, one year ago with my composition. I was I was kind of hitting a dead end with how I was writing. I kept I, I think I kept writing too much and putting it all in the same place. And what I just had to learn is to simplify and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but you just have to practice, practice, practice at whatever you're going to do. Persevere through that rough spot, and I promise, promise you that there is a light at the end of the other, at the, t at the tunnel. Uh, just just keep, keep playing, keep enjoying music, keep listening to different styles of music. It's very important to diversify your listening horizons, because if you only listen to one thing, you're definitely going to be biased and and you're not going to have as big a taste. So just love music is my advice. I'm going to ask you about future stars in a moment at Plaza Art, but uh, Michelle, anything you want to add before, uh, before we end off? Um, yeah, I think that this, like, overall, I think we're all really proud of Devin and, and what he's done. I mean, he's, he's uh, correct in saying that, um, you know, just sticking at it and practicing and practicing um, is the way to go. And, and he's, he's shown that all of us, uh, that it's true. So we're, we're really proud of him. <laughs> Devin, tell me about future stars at Plaza Cesar. Yeah. So in June, I'll be partaking in a concert at Place des Arts at Théâtre Maisonneuve, where I'll be performing one of my works called The Dragonfly, which is for soprano and piano. I'll be on piano, and a lovely soprano named Miriam LeBlanc will be singing. Uh, so check that out. It's going to be June 7th. Uh, no confirmed time yet, but keep an eye out. So I will keep you guys updated on that.
All right. Yeah, I guess you'll update it. I know you have a website. You want to plug your website? Yeah, my website is myname.com, devinpacker.com, D-E-V-O-N-P-A-C-K-E-R.com. Uh, there you can see my performances, my compositions, some of the accolades I've gotten. Paulina, anything you want to add before we wrap it up? I want to thank Michelle for having an incredible program in the midst of a science-heavy school. Oh, and, thank you. <laughs> and I want to thank Devin for not giving up through some pretty grim times the past two years. Michelle, uh, Paulina, and uh, Devin, uh, congratulations to all three of you. Of course, especially Devin on your amazing award. And it was uh, it was incredible talking to the three of you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the English Montreal School Board Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this and the Inspirations Podcast, Quebec's only podcast dedicated to the special needs community on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.